0: Uh, you teased some of this uh, in other sportscasts, Bob, but Charles Robinson from Yahoo Sports joined Wildey and Tausch, or as Pat McAfee called him, Wad and Touch. <laughs> give or take. Yeah, sure. Uh, and by the day.
1: way, A.J. Hawk did not step up in that. No, Who played it, with Tausch and didn't, yeah. <laughs> didn't correct him. Uh, you know, I know him. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right? Former teammate, right? Yeah, you'd Just like a, to think
1: he has your back. So. Hang your
0: guy out to dry over there. Yeah, so back uh, to you. But there is, I think this week, uh, this sort of conspiracy theory as to why things have not yet materialized between the Packers and Jets. And Charles Robinson spoke about that on Wad and Tosh, also known as Wilde and Tausch <laughs> on ESPN Wisconsin. I, but I, I know you have the audio. I wanted you to play the audio, and then I want to pick it apart. Because I've got a thought. You have a thought? Time to dissect. Just one, uh, one, one. That's all you're getting from me. Okay, so
2: so, so Charles has a theory, and and the theory, and you, you'll hear him explain it, but, but he has a theory putting the ball back in the court of the Jets and Woody Johnson, the owner. And he thinks that Woody got a little skittish. This was following the darkness retreat when Aaron Rodgers uh, kind of came out and decided to spill his guts on his future.
3: What happened was, you know, they had sort of trade parameters worked out, and then when Aaron went on Pat McAfee and said that I'm 90% retired, I was 90% retired when I went into the darkness retreat, I think it scared Woody. You know, I think that was one of those things that scared him. And then, from the broader perspective... He continues to look at these other teams that made big moves and were promised things by their general managers. Hey, this is going to put us over the top. We're going to be in contention immediately as soon as, you know, again, going back to Denver, as soon as Russ walks through the door, we're going to be in contention, and then it completely went in the opposite direction. So I think that gives him a little bit of nervousness. And by the way, it it doesn't help that the Jets know, like everyone else next year, you got two quarterbacks at the top of the draft that are going to be – everybody you talk to that's – Involved in basically scouting right now, or personnel will tell you that those guys are, you know, Caleb Williams, Drake May are going to be superstars. And I think that's part of the nightmare scenario in Woody's mind is what if this ends up being a super high pick and all of a sudden it's not ours because catastrophe happened in 2023? In we didn't uh, protect ourselves.
2: So now the wheels are turning and the Jets. They don't know about, because he had to come out and say, I was 90% retired, they don't know if this is going to be a one and done. And if it is a one and done and nothing happens, no, and basically doesn't get them to the Super Bowl, then the Jets are left shrugging their shoulders and they're watching the Packers maybe using their pick to take
0: another future quarterback if Jordan Love doesn't work out to their expectations. All right, here's my thought. We'll get to this <laughs> quick because uh, we're going to get to Adam's story about how he almost ended up in a hospital yesterday, our producer. <laughs> Wait, what? Woody Johnson flew out to California, right, to meet he Aaron Rodgers, yep. right? And, and and everybody said, well, he just put all his cards on the table. Well, you just, you just showed the world that you were going to bend over backwards to get Aaron Rodgers, right? He was wooing in the of world. Big wooing. wooing. There was a wooing going on in California. So now Woody probably sees that and is like, you know what, uh, well, that got public. So now he's looking for any opportunity to walk it back just a little bit and say, well, maybe not. Maybe not, because when you go all-in on a chartered flight across the country, you are all-in. So how do you walk that back? Well, look for any reason to say, we're going to pump the brakes. The Rogers thing is a reason for him to say, we'll pump the brakes, or maybe, maybe not. But he doesn't believe that. He is still all-in internally. Right? It's just posturing. That's all it is, posturing. Posturing. He they knows, absolutely still want Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. He knows the Jets fans
2: are going to come down on somebody if this deal would actually fall apart. Not you. no, no Right. Not me. No. Not Sandy. No, Maybe, Sandy. definitely not Sandy. <laughs> but but I think you're right. You're onto something, Greg, that he's already trying to deflect and say, it was this guy. This is the guy here that put it out there, that he had one foot into retirement, and so... We don't want that. Do we, Jets fans? No, no, no. It's, that's not my fault. So in
0: case it does fall apart, Woody wants to wash his hands now. This will come to a head, I think, in the next week or ten days or so. This
1: All right. is either a great big it, romance or a great big poker game.
0: I, it, well, it's probably a little bit of both, right? <laughs> don't you have to have a poker face in your courting phase? you got to know when to hold them. <laughs> Better a, a few years no me, when I suppose. To fold uh, you also have to know when to avoid a pothole. And if you can do that <laughs> successfully, you'll be able to get to work. However... Uh, if somebody is throwing something at you out of their car and it strikes you, well, maybe that pothole is just unavoidable. Adam Roberts, our producer, almost ended up in the hospital yesterday. Story after this. So God bless our producer, Adam Roberts. So, Sandy, we got a text message yesterday from Adam. And uh, I think we were both here somewhere around 930, 10 o'clock. And we got a note from Adam, and we usually have a 10.30 show meeting. We get everything ready for the show. We kind of Mm -hmm. outline our day, and we kind of fill our holes and look ahead to the next day. We spend time together, and it's, uh, you know, about 45 minutes of time we spend together in the morning at 10.30.
1: To craft the best show that we can. Yes. Talk about the hot topics. Talk about things that have happened in our lives that are of interest and
0: Adam is a big part of that planning process, our producer.
1: something interesting happened in his life. Well, he
0: sends us a note saying, hey, may not be in until closer to like 11.15, 11, 11.30. 11, uh, long story short, somebody launched something out their window, hit him. He flipped over a pothole on his bike. I, and I'm, I'm reading this going, wait, what happened? So I was trying to figure out all the dazzling details of what Adam's ride to work looked like yesterday. And Adam, I'm just thankful that you made it. First of all,
1: and, you, and you and I made both. it in in good spirits. So, uh, tell us about your. It was a harrowing experience. We're having fun with it now, but but what was your Mr. Toad's wild bike ride like yesterday morning?
4: Yeah, it's fun now, but in the moment, it was. I'll just be honest. It was quite terrifying. So uh, normally, so I live in the River West neighborhood, and I usually will bike a little tiny section of North Avenue, right where it rounds Kilbourne Reservoir, and then there's a cut through Caddish that you can go downtown to. So I'm riding my bike to work, and I go on that little sliver of North Ave. It's only I'm only there for like 10 seconds. I'm not there for very long. There's cars going both directions. I'm on the right bike lane where you're supposed to be. And just out of nowhere, I suddenly feel something hit my leg. I look down for a brief moment in my what the just happened. I see a bunch of gunk running down my leg, and the next thing I know, I'm going head over heels over my poor bike handles, which got all bent out of shape in this, and I land, and thank God I was wearing a helmet, because I land right on the side of my head, and I'm able to catch myself with my left arm a little bit, and you can't see it because my clothes are covering, but I've got some, uh, some little marks from oh, the adventure you had some road rash. all down my left side, and... Of course, car's immediately gone. I'm sure they're yucking it up in there about, oh, man, we just made our day by ruining his day. So, And I get up, and thankfully my fiance Dovey, was excellent. I wasn't too far away from the house, so I was able to zip back over, get cleaned up. And God bless the people at Truly Spoken Cycles. They fixed up my bike really quick, but that all happened in the span of maybe 15, 20 minutes yesterday. And now, 24 hours later,
1: I'm really mad about it.
4: Well, I'm sure. really frustrated.
1: And you're probably a little stiff and sore after going somersaulting over your oh, handlebars. Oh, yeah. Sitting down today has been a bit of a chore.
4: I apologize for my ugh, mm, uh, as I get up and down from my chair.
0: Wait, so what was it that hit you? What kind of drink? I be- well, I'm was guessing a milkshake probably an icy?
4: It was a thick soda, like just gooey, uh, and it coagulated, of course, with the blood running down my leg now, no, too. Sure. So there's just a, a professor's mixture running down my knee. And then your bike was it? Did you have to walk it back home? I did. So the part of some of the spokes on my wheel rim were completely bent out of shape. The handle was completely askew, and also my brake pads were now kind of bent inwards on each other, gripping the
0: rim of the tire. Oh goodness! Well, Christine Finn is the. Executive Director of the Wisconsin Bike Federation. And, I, it, it, Kristen, I know you've, you've probably dealt with things like this before, but I, I think one thing that Adam brings up that's worth pointing out is, you know, biker safety on streets, there are bike lanes, and it's not just a suggestion. That's where bikes are supposed to go, and cars are not. Some people ride bikes on sidewalks, which can be dangerous for those who are pushing strollers or, or walking. Uh, but protecting those who ride bikes, Kristen, is something that you're all about.
5: That's correct. Yep. Uh, Wisconsin Bike Fed is the statewide organization that is um, designed to um, move cycling forward through education and legislating for laws that make cycling safer and for um, funding for bike facilities like bike lanes and trails. So, yep, it is our job to make cycling safer. And I'm so sorry that that happened to you, Adam. Well,
1: thank That's, you very, very much. Outside. I appreciate it. Yeah. We've got a strong biking community here, Kirsten. Do you hear yeah,
5: particularly this? Particularly in River West, yes. Yeah, you're in the biking neighborhood. Absolutely. And do you hear
1: these kinds of things happening often, or are they unusual?
5: Well, you know, reckless driving in general is a huge problem in Milwaukee, um, and we, we deal a lot with trying to improve, uh, Milwaukee's high injury network. Um, you know, the, the most dangerous streets in Milwaukee are the state highways like Capitol, Fond du Lac, Greenfield, but also North Avenue is notoriously bad for, um, for pedestrian and, you know, cyclist, um, crashes. Um, anywhere in the city where we're seeing more than two lanes of traffic, uh, people traveling more than 30 miles an hour or high volumes of traffic, that is where we're seeing the most injuries. Um, and you know, we all know about the Milwaukee slide, you know, where people try to pass you on the right hand side and often drivers are using the bike lane as a passing lane and um it is very dangerous for cyclists
0: well and potholes don't help either right so i mean adam gets hit by a drink that's one issue um the city they do their best at times to try and fix the pothole situation but the one adam hit should have had a diving board attached to it yeah it was not small
5: yeah yeah and also often you see especially in the spring when the snow melts um a lot of debris in the bike lane um glass and and just stuff kind of that has collected there over the winter that hasn't been uh, cleared by the street sweepers. So this is a particularly dicey time. I think um, when bikes are, are starting to come out of the house, you really need to, to watch where you're going. Um, and it doesn't help when people are throwing stuff at you out of the I mean, car. Right.
0: Market. Kirsten Finn is the executive director of Wisconsin bike fed. Thank you, Kirsten. Yep. Thank you. You bet. Hey, nobody stopped to help you by the way, Adam. Like, yeah, was there... I,
4: I did see that <laughs> on the WTMJ talk and text line and no one stopped to help. No, no one did. Now, In fairness, I'm a spry 29-year-old. Even though I just took a dive, I was able to get up and move through Kilbourne Park to get back home. Again, I wasn't too far away, but no, there were
1: plenty of cars that just zoop, zoop, zoop. All right, well... (laughs) Well, you can find oh, safety tips, and uh, don't be discouraged from biking. It is an excellent community. org is where you can get tips and uh, even register for the ride aqua- across Wisconsin.
0: Well, we're glad you are okay yeah. in here, Adam, more than anything. Time for In Case You Missed It, a bunch of stories that you may have missed throughout the course of your week. In Case You Missed It. Thank you very much, big voice guy. You guys ever driven 130 miles per hour on the freeway and... Film yourself all doing so just to post it to TikTok?
1: I like that Debbie says yes. Uh, no, no, I have I not. Didn't. Of course not. Well, if, I
0: know. If you are going to do that, uh, the recommendation is that you at least cover your tattoos, your highly recognizable tattoos. Ah. The man in Norwalk, Connecticut, posted. Photos and video of himself driving at 130 miles an hour down Route 7 in Norwalk. And then he had the genius to publicly post it. That's right. Arm on the wheel. Tattoos on the arm all over Facebook, Instagram, and whatever else Joseph Tavella, 36-year-old, likes to post to. Not easy for anyone to uh, stay with him in traffic. However, it was not difficult for the police to find him via social media. Ultimately, Tavalo turned himself in. His 1970 Chevy Nova speedometer does reach 133 miles an hour, and that's exactly what he was doing. March 27th is when he did it, and he's now free and $100,000 bail. In case but. you missed it.
1: You'd have to have both hands on the wheel to go that fast. It just intimidates me. <laughs> uh, that guy was stupid. This guy's a, got a sense of humor. You know I love the Brits, and I love their sense of humor. A guy named Dino Wilson, 41-year-old dad legally changed his name after a family joke. He changes his name to Fire Exit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a great spirit about it. He was like literally bored during the pandemic. To legally change your name in England was cheaper during the isolation time, so it was 1.30 in the morning. He changed his name to Fire Exit to lean into the family joke, and now he gets free drinks. A barber even cut his hair for free because he heard about his name. He's been signing signs as autographs everywhere. Those exit signs would have the little green man who's running. Uh, yeah, so Fire Exit, doing well in uh, in England. He's so that's a, how you get free stuff? Yeah, change your name. <laughs> He's an audiovisual engineer from Hampshire, England. So look in up Fire Exit. you missed it.
2: Uh, football fans, I know, were kind of jonesing for the fact that Sunday Ticket, which has been for years, I mean, ever since it was developed, right? It was on DirecTV. If you didn't have DirecTV, you're not watching Sunday You're not, you got to go to a bar, right? If you want to see all the games or see your favorite team that isn't named the Green Bay Packers. Well, finally the contract runs out and YouTube TV gets it and everybody rejoices. Yay, I can stream it, I can get it. And then YouTube TV comes out with the pricing. If you are a subscriber, it's $349 a season. To get it, to watch your favorite other weird team that isn't the Green Bay Packers, if you want red zone attached, that's another forty bucks. If you're not a subscriber, it's four forty nine and then tack on forty bucks. So I broke it down. If you're a subscriber, it's going to cost you a little over twenty bucks per week just to watch a different team. On YouTube TV,
0: is it worth
2: it, football fans? Yeah, and
0: then they have your thing circle and spiral, and then you you get a refresh that, and then start over, pro- and then restart it, and that's the other problem. Well, so,
2: so here, everybody was so excited, football fans, NFL fans were so excited, and now it's this big letdown well, because I don't know if I got a pony that much up.
0: That's why we can't In case have nice you things? You missed it.
5: Well, uh, one of the
1: oldest recorded annual meteor showers is supposed to be peaking on April 22nd. It's the Lyriad meteor shower and it's supposed to be visible from April 16th through the 25th. So giving you a little bit of a heads up uh, as long as the weather holds out you should be able to hang out in the night sky and watch the night sky and watch uh, one of the oldest meteor showers to hit. You can, uh, you can expect to see about 18 meteors per hour. Um, there won't be as many as the Perseids but it's still visible so let's hope for good weather.
0: Another, in case you missed it, of a a different note. The musical Frozen is uh, in Milwaukee once again this weekend. WTMJ's Vince Vitrano spoke with Jeremy Davis, who plays the snowman Olaf, about the show and how it recognizes young ones who are experiencing a theatrical performance for the first time. You know what I love about a show like Disney's
4: Frozen is you're going to bring a lot of young people into the theater, and for many of them, it's maybe going to be their first theater experience, and you have the honor of delivering that to
1: them.
2: That's another really great thing about this job is that we are the introduction of theater to a lot of, of young people. We acknowledge that in our pre-show announcement, actually, um, the announcement that plays before every show does take a moment to say welcome to all our, our theater goers experiencing theater for the first time. We find that to be a very important part of this journey for us.
0: That's cool stuff. Frozen, of course, a staple in our household a couple of
1: years ago. The girls have moved on to Moana and other things, but <laughs> there was a phase. But, yeah, Frozen the musical includes all the movies from the musical. Or excuse me, all, movie, all the movies from the musical. All the music from the movies. <laughs> <And there it laughs> Friday. Is. Good Lord. Um, including, of course, Let It Go that everybody can sing along with. But it has 12 new songs in it, and it runs through Sunday at the Marcus Performing Arts Center. So, uh, great excursion if it is your first time theater experience
0: very cool stuff a lot of fun things happening in downtown milwaukee this weekend